Welcome back and happy Tuesday. I'm Liana. And I'm Rosalyn. And today we're going to be talking about Insta travel. So, Liana, what do you know about Insta travel? I think you brought this up to me the other day. I described to you what I had wanted to talk about, and you were like, that's Insta travel. So, <laughs> I knew what it was, but I guess I didn't know there was an official name for it. I think it's changed a lot of the ways that people are traveling these days, especially people in our generation. I think millennials travel completely different because of of how Instagram and social media overall has really changed the game of travel destinations, for sure. So I've pulled a pretty interesting article from Refinery29 titled, Instagram Ruined Travel, a new generation of influencers is trying to fix it. Um, And in this article, it says, according to a survey, 30% of Americans are influenced or inspired by social media when booking a trip, and a destination's photo potential is an important consideration. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I would agree. I think... Me personally, I'm not someone who necessarily would book a trip to get an Insta photo. However, uh, if I was already going somewhere, like I know we're going to Nashville in September for work, and you best believe I'm going to find the walls with the wings, (laughs) and I'm taking a photo. Because I've been to Nashville before, but it was prior to when those photos were really big. Say in the sense that I do think to some degree that people will – go out of their way to find a specific spot or monument or mural, what have you, to get a photo, but I'm not sure if people necessarily book that destination. I wouldn't say that I would book a trip to get the photo, but I definitely do think that my travel plans, kind of the things I'm interested in going to, have changed due to social media. Absolutely. And that specifically when it comes to traveling, a lot of the things I'm interested in seeing, it's because I saw them on social media already. So it kind of is being influenced because it's places that other people have gone to and like posted about. So it is those Insta travel locations, but it's not necessarily that I'm planning my trip just to go there right it's just kind of like oh that's like an interesting that's an interesting added spot. to the agenda yeah like exactly. the day-to-day activities perfect examples when we went to charleston get to go to cool places for work charleston was a really cool trip and we were staying about what 30 minutes from downtown mm-hmm. and we ha- had the option to like go into downtown and i was like great the first thing i want to go do is i want to go to rainbow row <laughs> so i got some photos at rainbow row yeah. got one with my mom um got individual shots like it was so much fun and i mean I'm very interested in architecture, so it was absolutely beautiful and cool to see, but 100% wanted a photo, so. Do you feel any pressure at all when you go on trips or anything to like take pictures, post on social media? It's the whole, if you didn't post it, it didn't happen mentality. I think it kind of depends. I think absolutely there's a little bit of anxiety about, my, my best friends and I just booked a girls trip to Mexico this coming summer, and I know that I'm not going to have Wi-Fi and I know I'm going to have a little bit of anxiety about not not posting. And then I feel so bad for all of our followers back home, but they're all going to see each one of us posting the moment we get back to the U.S. Yes and no. It depends. It depends on the trip. It depends who I'm with, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that I – I don't know if – again, I don't know if I'd say I feel pressure – necessarily but I feel I guess compelled to if I'm doing something fun I want to take a picture and I want to post it on my story so people see I don't know if that's just the way things are now or if that makes you vain or what it's just a documented experience exactly yeah you know I would say our generation especially is we're all about local experiences Mm -hmm. which has been awesome and kind of been a big draw at least for me when I came to Red Roof I mean just us talking about hyper-localization. I think it's really fascinating. So the fact that even brands are catching on to how important that is. But, I mean, we just want to document things. Mm-hmm. I think that's just very typical millennial. It's like, yeah. great, you're at a beautiful beach. 
soak it in and take a picture. Make sure you get that on Snap or get it on Insta or get it on Facebook. And I think there's pros and cons to it because, of course, there are times when maybe I'm at a concert and I'll catch myself being so worried about how it looks on my story. And I'm like, I'm not even hearing the song that I wanted to hear. Like, (laughs) let's relax. But I think it's it's a blessing and a curse a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. And this Refinery29 article also agrees. I think it kind of goes into more, like you were saying, the cons of this hyper-localization mm-hmm. and cons of Insta travel. Sure. Kind of go into that. So it says, around the world, Instagram-friendly destinations are at their breaking point. In November, the Jackson Hole Travel and Tourism Board introduced a campaign encouraging visitors to tag responsibly, using a geotag for the region rather than specific locations within the park. It was an attempt to reduce over-tourism the board says has been caused by Instagram. Meanwhile, in Australia, a national park has had to reinforce a five-foot fence to discourage visitors from climbing onto the unstable wedding cake rock to snap a famous but dangerous shot. Locals in cities like Paris, Amsterdam, and Barcelona are protesting rapidly rising rents driven by demands for Airbnbs and streets crowded with aspiring influencers. So these are just some of the cons that this article um, goes on to talk a little bit more about when it comes to like Insta travel and kind of the negative when people are posting about the same locations and the same very specific spots that are just drawing more and more people. I think that it has an effect across the board. Like you just said, it has a huge effect on the location's economy, their housing segment, their hospitality industries. It's it's insane how it's like the butterfly effect, right? How just Instagram has changed the name of the game for travel. I think it's fascinating, whether it's a good or bad thing. Yeah, I think it's, like you're saying, it's kind of a mix. I think it's always good to give people a reason to travel. and Because I think a lot of times there are people who are interested in traveling, but they just don't know where they want to go. They don't know what to do. And they don't really have an itinerary plan. So they just kind of keep pushing it off and pushing it off. And so it's nice that there's just this whole base of things that people have done and things that you can see your friends are doing, things that make it seem more accessible and easier to, to do. But at the same time, it's kind of finding that balance between, okay, now there's an influx of people traveling, but how can we support that influx and how can we keep these locations looking the way they do in these photos without you know degrading it over time absolutely and i honestly think that it is a great entryway for maybe some newcomers to to leverage i mean say someone's opening a brand new restaurant in chicago or dallas or california la a large city one of the best ways to distinguish yourself is to have a great social media campaign isn't there a bagel shop in new york or something that's like colored yeah bagels or mm-hmm. something that had a a short 30 second video on facebook and i'm sure it blew up after that and mm-hmm. i just i think it, it is a smart way to market and if you take advantage of it and you prepare yourself it's interesting because i think like you're saying when it comes to businesses and when it comes to to marketing social media can really drive that business for your company but also i think a lot of insert tourism and particular is kind of more natural landmarks mm-hmm, or sure. like things that have existed and they've been preserved and that's what like initially drew people to the, it okay sure. yeah and so it's kind of finding the resources to be able to maintain those places so yeah. that they stay that way so is insta travel defined like is it rigid along the lines of like it is a pre-existing landmark is it because maybe my understanding of what insta travel is like maybe a little bit off I think like you were talking about things where it's like videos that have gone viral and mm-hmm. little, you know, hotspots or things in cities, businesses. I yeah. think those would count as Insta travel and they'd be things that you saw on social media that drew you to a city. But mm-hmm. I also think that there's kind of another area of it that you can post a picture of. And if you use a geotag and you go to their geotag, 
it's, you know, just hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of pictures of people yeah. taking the same photo mm -hmm. just to say they've gone there and done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's like a, a proof of your bucket list almost mm -hmm. for travel. You know, it's mm -hmm. like I went to that cool place that everyone's been to. Check. Here's mm -hmm. my photo. You know? Yeah. And it's so weird. It's like such a weird mentality because you hear it. And you're like, who would plan a whole trip to Nashville to take pictures in front of wings? But at the same time, I'm going to New York for work this weekend. And one of the top things I want to do on my list is I want to go to the new Starbucks roastery that opened. And I want to take my picture in front of the roastery and be I like, hey, I'm... I think a little different because you love Starbucks. I do love Starbucks. I you am a love Starbucks. Starbucks. But I will say that a big part of it is I want to be able to take that picture and post. Like, the reason I want to go is to take a picture to, to post picture. it and say, hey, I went here. I did this. You know, a lot of things that people our age do and when it comes to travel is so we can post and right. so we can have that good, documentation. I need a good picture. Yeah. It's so visual. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm sure there's tons of studies done based off of um, like the endorphins that you get from like mm -hmm. seeing likes and, and whatnot on your social media. It's just, it's changed so drastically. I would say a lot of the younger demographics are heavy on Instagram mm -hmm. and Snapchat. Um, Snapchat, yeah, it's very much quick, visual, accessible, 24-hour only. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's so, it's so interesting the way that things have changed. That's actually a really good point that you brought up. At least for me, I don't really post as much to my accounts anymore as I do to my story. I think mm -hmm. stories, and I think that's a lot of social media sites are really driving and pushing stories. Snapchat is big on, you know, stories. Uh, well, on the Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. it's like mm -hmm. stories 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when it comes to like traveling and showing what you're doing. A lot of that is posting to your story and saying, hey, I'm at this location or, you know, this is what I ate for lunch at. This is the restaurant I went to. Yeah. But it's weird because it does, it disappears after 24 hours. And so it really is, it kind of keeps you going back to the sites. And like you said, it just keeps feeding into that. Well, and then they did things like Instagram added the, the reel and... Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, Facebook and Snapchat both have, like, the memory feature. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's it's very interesting. The yeah. psychology behind social media, I think, is one of the most fascinating things out there. Um, but especially in the travel space, I think. And hospitality as a whole, I mean, I think has really changed drastically due to it. I mean, dude, if we really get into it, we could just start, start a whole podcast on Firefest. Yeah. I mean, that was 150%. Yeah. You you went for, you went f so you can post for the gram. Yeah. yeah, you went for the gram, like that's one hundred and fifty percent what it was, and yeah. the fact that that generated that type mm. of crowd with the expense, I think it just totally speaks to the impact that yeah it has on on tourism and hospitality and everything. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's kind of like the stuff that I have in mind when it comes to travel. So it gets hard because I feel like the the love of like road tripping has died a little bit. Not died, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not as common to, to do a road trip mm -hmm. or something because you're, it's not as glamorous. Mm -hmm. You're not going to post a story from a 12-hour car ride yeah. with you and your best friend, probably unshowered, <laughs> exhausted, <laughs> eating Cheetos. You're not going to do that, you yeah. know, because it's not jetting off in a, in a plane and staying at a lavish resort. You don't get the wing picture. You don't the... get the wing picture. Yeah. I mean, but I think there is there's an art mm -hmm. to that that still lives with our generation as there's still part of us that, some of us that know mm -hmm. and appreciate like that type of travel. 
I think it also trickles down all the way to the actual like, hotels themselves. I think this is true from across the hospitality industry. If you look at any of the major brands, they're all kind of making this move and we are also at the forefront of it with the Red Collection. It's kind of instead of focusing on writing, like you said, those hyper-localized. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And now it's, hey, like the hotel is really just part of the city. And so it's like, you can stay here, like we'll provide you everything you need for a comfortable, convenient stay, but we know that you're gonna want to spend time in the city and spend time posting pictures of everything that you're experiencing outside of the hotel. This is a really good discussion on Insta Travel, Insta-worthy locations, and how you know everything is kind of changing in the hospitality industry. Um, what do you think, Liana? Yeah, I think it's been a really interesting topic, and I honestly think that we might even have to have another one that covers in more detail when we have more time. Um, but I think that's kind of it for today and thanks so much you guys for tuning in and we look forward to catching you guys next time. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on social at Red Roof Inn or visit our website, redroof.com. Thank you so much you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you next time and happy travels. Happy travels.